dreams to make shit easy in the cryptoverse. I'm your host, Chris, the plausibly disturbed, arrogantly rural, rightfully descriptive host. And today, we're going to talk about dollar cost averaging. Perhaps one of the most recommended investment strategies I hear floated around is dollar cost averaging. The opposition to this is lump sum investment. So what is dollar cost averaging? Should you invest all your hard-earned extra funds you earn driving DoorDash or that government stimmy right away? Or should you spread out that investment over time? DCA is an investment strategy in which the intention is to minimize the impact of volatility when investing. Makes sense. It is synonymous with the term unit cost averaging. DCA is a strategy that reduces the volatility by dividing the sum smaller sums invested into regularly predetermined intervals. To whereas lump sum investing is essentially tossing all of your cookies at the market at one time. Lump sum investing can provide greater returns over DCA. However, it requires a great deal of technical and market analysis in attempt to time the entry into the market. With crypto being so volatile, lump sum investing can be rather risky. It's possibly why DCA is shilled so hard to new investors in the crypto space. Let's say you received your stimmy of $1,400. Instead of investing everything at once, you split your purchases over seven weeks, purchasing $200 worth of crypto every Monday with complete disregard for the current price. Guess what? If you have a 401k, then you're already practicing this investment strategy. So why consider DCA? It's nearly impossible to time the crypto market. And I say nearly impossible because of course we can likely derive a price variance of what cryptocurrency might do short and long term through technical analysis. Keep in mind regular dips of 30% or more are always at play in the crypto market. Scary, huh? DCA can also take the emotion out of the market. FOMO and FUD are real things. All it takes is Elon Musk tweeting Dogecoin to the moon for Dogecoin to pump 20%, and it also only takes one speculative article regarding Bitcoin and the SEC for the entire market to plummet. DCA can help you avoid emotional temptations regarding the fluctuations in the market that never closes. Is it all great? Short answer is no. Like I mentioned previously, you may miss out on chances for high returns that lump sum investing can provide. You need to ask yourself if you're experienced enough to attempt to time the market or really do any sort of technical analysis. I would highly recommend, if you have no knowledge of technical analysis, the book Sticky Stock Charts. It's amazing for any beginner looking to learn to read charts and technical analysis, as it's truly an Eli 5 type book. And yes, I'm gonna show this book quite hard. The back of the book says, innovative and irresistible. This book is addictive. Read this book if you wanna make intelligent investment decisions, minimize losses and maximize gains, time when to get in and out of investments, surprise your friends, with your insight into the markets, take your first steps to understanding the world of finance. Sticky Stock Charts uses a simple pattern-based learning method to bring a valuable skill to anyone with a ruler and an hour to spare. And as we know, 
we don't need a ruler anymore. That's kind of old school. You can go to, go to a platform like TradingView. It makes it super easy. Anyway, couldn't recommend sticky stock charts enough. It's kind of one of those books that even though I went to business school, I learned more from that book than I learned in the dumb class that I was taking. So be honest with yourself. If you cannot tell me what a bull flag or moving average is, then DCA may need to be your strategy of choice until, you know, if you choose to learn more. Now let's do some case study. Let's use the Bitcoin charts from January of 2019 and 2021, beginning with 2019. Let's assume you have 1400 to invest. Let's also assume you either made a lump sum investment January 7, 2019, or begin to DCA for seven weeks every Monday. Keep in mind that any hodlers from this time, regardless of entry, have been rewarded for hodling. As of the time of producing this podcast, Bitcoin is 62,500 something. Keep that in mind. January 7th, 2019, your lump sum entry of 1400 gets you 0.35 Bitcoin. The price of Bitcoin is $4,025.25. Had you DCA'd $200 per week over the seven weeks, then you would have bagged 0.38 Bitcoin with the same $1,400. Bitcoin had been on a downtrend during this time, and it made the most sense to DCA. This isn't always the case. Let's examine what would have happened in the bull market during that same time period in 2021. January 4th, 2021, your lump sum entry of $1,400 gets you 0.04 Bitcoin. Bitcoin was a price of $32,810.95. Those that had hodled their initial lump sum purchase of $1,400 in 2019 have grown their $1,400 into $11,483.83. Not a bad return at all. If you would DCA'd $200 per week over seven weeks beginning January 4th, then you would have bagged 0.037 Bitcoin with an average purchase price of $36,000. Nine hundred and thirty-eight dollars and sixty-three cents. DCAing in this case netted us less total Bitcoin than if we had done a lump sum purchase. You may be thinking, but Chris, you aren't really making a case for DCAing or validating the DCA strategy that's recommended by some rando redditors. Perhaps we should take a look at volatility in these examples. Bitcoin by the way, is much less volatile than every other cryptocurrency aside from stablecoins that are pegged to the fiat currency or pegged to something else like gold. Using the DCA strategy in 2021, we spread out our investments over seven weeks. The price of Bitcoin fluctuated between $32,810.95 to $46,469.76, or by around 24%. We only netted 0.003 less Bitcoin than had we lump summed invested on January 4th, 2021. Hindsight is always 2020, but in this example, any lump sum entry under that $36,938.63 price points 
would have yielded better than the DCA strategy. The risk is in the timing of the market here. What if we had chosen to lump sum invest a week later, hoping the price would go down? The price shot up to $38,346.53. Timing the market can involve emotions, patience, analysis. Any bit of FUD or moon-type news could have swayed the market by 5-10% to on any given day. A newer investor wouldn't be able to see the chart, read the resistance levels, see the moving averages, and figure that Bitcoin would bounce between lower and upper resistance lines before finally breaking out to the upside. A new investor doesn't know this type of information. That's the joy of DCA for the new investor or the noob. And, you know, sometimes even knowledgeable noobs. Sometimes you just can't predict the market, especially during a bull run. It's easy to get sucked into the FOMO, buy at the top and panic sell as the price consolidates towards its lower resistance levels or at levels likely 20% less than your buy order at the top. I've been victim to this many times. Read something on Reddit, watch a YouTube video, xyzcoin.finance to the moon, easy 100x. By the time I was FOMOing in the price, the price was at an all-time high. And <laughs> then the whales sell off, price crashes, and, well, just lost it all. Don't be like the former me. Don't FOMO in. Don't buy at the top and sell at the bottom. Don't let emotions dictate your purchasing strategies. Always keep in mind that prices don't just moon forever. They likely won't go straight up. It will eventually go down. To sum it all up, DCA investment of equal dollar amounts in crypto, which can reduce but not avoid the risks of investment. It can be difficult and even impossible at times to figure out the best time to invest. With experience, patience, and knowledge of investing analysis, it is possible to gain much larger returns with lump sum investing. One thing that we didn't cover is the cost of investing. DCAing with smaller amounts might not be optimal as a smaller investor due to the downright egregious gas fees on, say, Ethereum. Uh, at times, these fees can be $100 on a $500 purchase. Important to note that many other networks charge one one-hundredth, or even more, less in gas fees than Ethereum currently does. You may also incur a bank fee that no one tells you about, an international purchase from a foreign entity. Let's see, you might also have exchange fees. And of course, don't forget the gas fees to move your purchase from the exchange to your wallet, which all of us should be doing. Always factor in the entirety of your purchase. On a side note, the Coinbase Exchange is the easiest for new U.S. investors to use. Just download the app, enter the verification information, wait a few days for confirmation and approval, and purchase Bitcoin from the Coinbase app. Coinbase will charge you a small purchase fee, but ACH pushing the funds from your debit card to Coinbase account is usually free, and Coinbase allows you to spend the funds immediately while the transaction is pending at the bank level. That's just for U.S. investors. 
Anyways, that's all I've got for you today, fellow squids. Hopefully you found it at least one, one bit of information that you can take forward with you. As always, be humble, be hungry, and happy squidding.